0: What is going on, everybody? I am Jordan Espseth, and welcome to DFW's Real Estate Best, the RP podcast. Uh, This week, as always, we have some amazing guests. One of our uh, guests is our RP-vetted business partner of ours. She's the CEO of a title company and the city councilwoman of Southlake, Texas. Uh, The other is a wildly successful realtor who is the broker-owner of Summit Cove Realty. And uh, if you want to hear their stories, how they got to where they're at now, what motivates them to continually uh, produce and succeed at a high level, then tune in right now. All right, y'all, welcome back in a minute here. I'm going to introduce our guests. I'm excited to have them on. Uh, we've been having some tech gif- difficulties and just things going on in our worlds. And that's what is uh, it's a perfect depiction of, of being an entrepreneur and, and, and owning businesses. And, and there's always things happening, uh, but we find a way to make it work. And so I'm excited to bring them on here in a minute. Uh, guys, as always, I gave a quick little overview of what Real Producers is. And the fact that we're powered by the difference but our podcast you know real producers is a community around the highest producing real estate agents and best businesses in the market and uh every single week we bring on one of our real producers vetted business partners and they bring on an agent that they work with that they love working with and uh and and we just got to hear their stories and we get to jam out for a bit and i'm super excited you know real producers here in dfw has been around for a little over three years we have three publications here, uh, and you know the publications go out every single month. Collectively, the top fifteen hundred producing real estate agents in the market out of about out of about sixty thousand, and so um, we have the most elite real estate agents a part of Real Producers. All of our businesses have come recommended to us by the highest producing agents, and we vet them. And so we have the best agents, best businesses a part of Real Producers. And, uh, and we have the monthly magazine. We have the events on a regular basis. We got a really awesome event coming up here in two weeks. I'm sure we'll touch on that. Um, but I'm just super excited about, about what we've built here in, in, in DFW with real producers. I'm excited about this podcast with Lendon. He he's the, uh, he's the founder of the difference, which is what powers the, um, uh, the, the RP podcast and, uh, They what they do, they provide video branding and digital uh, digital business development solutions for small business owners and entrepreneurs locally as well as statewide. And I believe they've had over 600,000 viewers in 2020 alone. And the difference can help, you know, any business really grow their brand awareness uh, and develop a message that that humanizes your business in a way that grows your brand, expands your connections and relationships, increase increases your uh, your influence, your relevance and quickly helps you become known as a power player and a mover and shaker in your sphere, community, industry, and in the business world. So thank you to Lendon. Thank you to uh, the, 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 the Difference for powering our podcast. And man, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to bring on both of our guests. In a second, we're going to bring them in. Um, uh, they're both sitting together, so we're going to cue them in on the, on the, uh, at the same time. But Lendon, let me first do a brief intro of both of them. Um, and then we'll, we'll call them in. But the first person um, uh, that I, I want to quickly introduce is is Amy Lepp. As I mentioned in our, our quick little intro, she is the CEO of uh, Texas Excel title and recently also became the city councilwoman of Southlake. Just a very impressive uh, uh, person. And we're so excited to have Texas Excel as a, as a, as a partner. And I'm actually uh, really excited. Myself personally, haven't had the chance to meet Jeremy Scott, who is the broker om- owner of Summit Cove Realty. Uh, someone who, from what I hear, succeeds at a very high level and those two love working together. And so, Lennon, let's go ahead and bring on Amy and let's bring on Jeremy.
1: Hey, guys.
0: What's How going on? How are I'm you guys?
2: Okay. <laughs> well, I, the technical stuff is uh, behind us and the fire alarm has stopped.
0: I, I love it. So, So just so everyone who is tuned in um, and like I said in the intro, I think it's I think it's beautiful. I mean, I, th- I think that's just such a perfect depiction of of being, you know, literally putting out fires is is the life of an entrepreneur, of a real estate agent, of a, of a business owner. And just so everyone knows, before we were getting started, normally we hop on 15 minutes before just kind of go over a, over a quick overview of what we're about to do. Well, their fire alarm was going off for like the last 20 minutes before we hopped on this podcast and there was no, uh, they didn't know if there was a fire. They didn't know if it was a tech difficulty, <laughs> um, about two minutes before the podcast came on, the fire alarm went off. Then once we got the fire alarm off, the sound wasn't working. We were getting some crazy <laughs> feedback and we literally got it within five seconds before the podcast went live. We got the sound off and here we are. And so here
1: we are. <laughs> yeah. Such is our life, right? We're always trying to juggle. I always say we're trying to learn to fly the plane midair.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, hey, I actually, to me, I love this stuff because I like when, I like when we get authenticity. I like when we just, let's, let's shoot from the hip. You know, that's when you get to see people's really, really, their, their hearts, their personalities. And, and um, you know, so I think it's gonna be great. I'm excited. I appreciate you guys for finding a way to make it happen and for, and for hopping on today. So thank you for being here.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: You too. Yeah, thank you for having us
0: on. Absolutely. To well, what I'd love to do, just to kind of kick it off, I'd love everyone to get to know you guys both a little bit here. Um, so why don't we just, uh, uh, Amy? Why don't we, why don't we start a little bit with just tell tell everybody a little bit about you, a little bit about your your journey, where you grew up, how you landed,
1: where you're at right now, your business, family, yeah, sure. and, and 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 where you're at. Okay, I would love to. So I'm Amy Torres-Lepp, and um, I, I love my title journey because it's, it's it's like everybody else's journey in the title business. You, we, we all sort of accidentally fall into title. Nobody goes to college to get a degree in title and escrow. Um, so true. <laughs> yeah. um, and so actually, I had gone to University of California at Davis, and I was looking for a house right out of college. And my realtor said to me, "You know, you'd be really great in the title business. And I said, what's that? And um, her depiction of the title business, um, I I tell people all the time, it was really cute. It was funny. She said, it's really easy. All you do is go around and talk to realtors and bring them balloons and cookies to open houses. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, 22 years old. I'm like, I can do that job. Um, And so she got me an interview at one of the largest underwriters in the country. And I, I got the position. And. Um, I began in the title plant and uh, learned how to search title, uh, taught me some escrows in a very small operation of two offices, a title plant and admin. We had nine people. So as you can imagine, I got the cross training to be able to kind of juggle and do a lot of different jobs. From there, um, they put me through a nationwide like leadership school on how to run a title company. and. Um, went through a year-long program on uh, budgeting and, and everything that, that, that it takes from an administrative side to run a title company. And I'm super thankful for that training and my experience with that underwriter and kind of taught me a lot and, and probably part of the reason that I'm here today and, yeah, um, and, and successful at it. So I, um, <laughs> at 29 years old, they came to me and said, hey, we've got a sales manager position open in Dallas. And I said, like, Texas? Um I, I, w- I was in California, my family was in California. I had family in upstate New York, and I um, was like, well, I'm 29, and um, at that time they preached to you that the, the top three qualities in a successful business person and title were relocatable, relocatable, and relocatable. So <laughs> I, I that. heeded that advice, and I <laughs> up and moved my family to Texas in 2005. Um, from there, I went. I took over a sales team of 17 residential and commercial salespeople, and did some operations. And it wasn't until 2013 that I was going through a divorce and had been divorced, in or 2010, really 11, and then met my now husband Scott Lepp, um, and co-founder of Texas Excel Title, who said to me, "I don't understand why you don't own your own title company." And, um, prior to that, I really was just a company girl. I wanted the gold watch and I wanted to retire with, you know, 40 years in the business at the same company. And that, that was really my goal. Um, and so the rest is kind of history. We started a little fee attorney operation and, and that, that didn't work out with partners. And, um, and so uh, we went to an old family friend um, who's been a longtime friend of my husband Scott's. His name's Brett Martin. And we partnered with Brett, and um, Scott and I started Texas Excel. Some of the folks who I'd worked with back in 05, 06 are on my team now. And some of the folks that were in our fee attorney operation are, are on my team now. So we currently have three offices. We have two here in Southlake. Um, Scott and I are really involved in the city of Southlake. I, as you said, Jordan, I was recently elected to Southlake City Council, which I absolutely love. It's a it's a great little part time job. I think people get confused. They're like, wait a minute. You're on city council. How do you work? Well. I basically work, you know, full time plus at the title company, and um, I have a lot of energy, as you can well imagine. anybody who knows me knows I have a lot of energy. I, I'm not somebody who sits around and watches Netflix. Um, so I prefer to volunteer and, and give back to the community with my spare time, and, and that's what I do on City Council. So um, I really love being a part of the process, understanding what's coming to town, being able to talk about that with my clients, being that's able to, being able to speak to vacant parcels of land and how they're zoned i I love that i think it's i think it adds incredible value just to to me as a business person and um and so as as much as i love title i also have this passion for the city and the development and and everything that's coming to town and being a part of that process so i think um, mayor run might be in the future (laughs) yeah
2: there we go
0: there we go yeah i love
1: actually yeah yeah exactly yeah. yeah I know my friends tease me. They're like, okay, governor. I'm like, no, 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 no.
0: no. <laughs> president. President. I'm doing yeah.
1: Good right you here. Go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's not so, stop here, I right? First when, first. when we when we met, um, well, what, when we partnered, it was what was the rest of it? Was it Del Frisco's in South Lake? What was the rest yes. of it? Was that the <laughs> yes. we Were getting those awesome sweet potato fries?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh
1: I love me some sweet potato fries at Del Frisco's girl.
0: Yeah, we definitely bonded out over the over our passion for sweet potato <laughs> fries, um, but but um, that was like a week or so, I believe, before the actual election. You were running like I know the election time was a different level.
1: It was a different level. I was sleeping three to four hours a day. I I would go to work all day and. Jeez. And then go straight to campaign events, sometimes two, three, four in one evening. And then I was running all of my own social media and running all those different platforms, Instagram, the Facebook, the Facebook, all of it. And so I would go home and make my little Canva things um, at, at yeah. 10, 30, 11, and then do all my postings from the day and then go to bed at midnight or one and you know, back up at 4.30 or five to try to catch up on the title stuff happened after 5 p.m. the day before. So it was a really, really busy time in my life. And that election season itself is my least favorite part of being <laughs> a city councilwoman. Um I really just love the serving part and the actual work. Um and the election part is a little it was a little, a little gruesome, but <laughs> I got there.
0: yes. Yeah. Well you made through and obviously congrats, congrats again. We love having you guys as as partners and and it was a uh, fun fun to see you win. Um, Thanks, Jordan. Yeah,
1: weird, was I weird. think I was a little zombie-ish a week before the election, though. <laughs> I mean, some of my friends came to me later and they said we were actually really worried about <laughs> you. Yeah, I would think they. I didn't. I think my I was expressionless. It so my brain was running on overload all the time. But um, I learned my own limits. Actually, that was a really good test for me personally because. I have this thing, and I tell Scott all the time, we can sleep when we're dead. It's yeah. really not appropriate. But I, and people say to me, a they're tired. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, yeah. what do you mean you're tired? You can't be tired. Let's go. Like, um, I don't have a lot of I'm tired in me ever. So I uh, really did reach my own limit, which was a good lesson <laughs> for me.
0: <laughs> you realized you're human, Amy. Yes. Yeah. That's great. Don't get, well,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that. We'll we'll dive in a little bit more uh, on that. I'm sure. I want to bring in Mr. Jeremy Scott. I haven't even had the pleasure of meeting him, so I'm. I'm uh, nice to uh, meet you, George. Yes, it's a pleasure. And and I've I've heard obviously amazing things about you. And the kind of same thing we just talked about with Amy. I'd love to hear a little bit because again, the the thing that I love about real producers is is you know we generally get to hear people's their stories their hearts like what makes them tick like why why they're successful and and kind of the the personal side of who they are and so i'm excited to get to know you a little bit better as well but yeah just share about where you grew up how you got into where you're at kind of what happened before real estate and and uh where you're at now
2: yeah absolutely so um let's see i'm also from california originally Common trend out here in BMW, right? Yeah, yeah. I moved here when I was 11 uh, from Bakersfield, California, and if anybody knows where that is, it's, <laughs> it's not cool. North, it's, right? Uh, not not California like you'd think. So we moved here when I was 11. Uh, went to Texas A&M, just like them. Um, A Little little farther apart, but we all went to the same school. <laughs> um, after that, I actually worked for uh, Sewell Automotive. Um, if you have any. Uh, knowledge of of Sewell. you people. It's a, a reputable car company. At the end of the day, it's still a car business, so that's the <laughs> tough part. Um, but got really, really good sales training, really good people there, um, and they recruit extremely heavily out of A uh, and But I just kind of got fed up with that. Um, and my dad uh, is also uh, not necessarily full time now, but he had done real estate for quite a while. Um, so I was just like, well, I like his free time. I like his his flexibility. Uh, i got plenty of money saved for a single guy that's 24 i'm gonna i'm gonna quit and go do real estate so i golfed like 3 or 4 days a week <laughs> didn't make like hardly any money didn't do anything that you know was there and so i was i was loving it it was, it was great but i wasn't doing anything for real estate just a few deals here and there yeah so i got really into day trading so <laughs> if anybody knows what that is you've probably lost a lot of money also <laughs> so that nest egg i had was gone That's how I got really good at real estate because I was about to get married at this point, uh, I guess 26, and I I lost a lot of cash uh, in the market. So it was just enough to not go under, but it's like, okay, I got to get to work and figure out how to make some money. And on top of that, I was paying for the wedding in cash. So it's like, I really, really got to get to work. Um, So really just pressed, grinded, tried anything under the sun. And that's what I like to share with all my agents is like, guys, there's such shiny toy object syndrome out there. Mm -hmm. Like you can, you can pay and try all these different things. I know what works. I'm not saying other stuff doesn't, but if you do do this and you're self-disciplined with it, you will succeed. But the point is I did, you know, everything under the sun to try to figure out lead generation. Um, and that has been the, the main focus of everybody who comes on is you can't make money if you aren't generating leads. So if you focus on the number one thing to put money in your pocket, We will figure the rest out. That's why you came to work with me. Um, but anyway, that's, I love that. uh, Got married. Um, within seven months, we were pregnant (laughs) unintentionally,
1: (laughs) you know, what causes that, right? Yeah, yeah. We do now
2: (laughs) because we have a third one, (laughs) but we will be done after this. So we have Solomon, Samson and Simeon will be born. uh, Oh, wow. Yeah. three, Three boys so uh that's really it in a nutshell i mean i remember the the vividly just the time when you i was like oh my gosh i i have no money and i have no income coming in you know what do i do it was like i either get really good at real estate or i go do something else my pride wouldn't let me go back to the car business and unless it was the very last thing um so anyway that's a short spiel today
0: i love that i love that i i can relate so much to and one of the questions i often ask on the podcast is um um tony robbins says that people are motivated by either pain or pleasure um you know the the, the pleasure of a of, of a vision of a better life um or the pain of failing or the pain of going back to the car business or whatever of, of not providing for your family uh, most people it's it's the pain is a more negative um or more of a uh, more of a driver at least early on usually when people have success then it becomes more of what hey what can I do now um, but you kind of point that out because I've always said for myself because when I started here too I, I actually have a healthcare background and when I came here to, to, to DFW to start uh, Real Producers I didn't know a single person and I just I'm one of those people that I hate the idea of nine to fives I mean I work more than that but I like that the nine to five concept like feels like a prison to me right and like um, I just, I remember when it was super hard and I was like, I don't know if this thing's going to work for me. It was like, yeah, but I really don't want to go and yeah. <laughs> fail and go back to that. So like, we're going to keep pushing. And it sounds like for you, it was kind of like, man, no money. I got kids. We got things to do. And, uh, it sounds like that was a pretty big motivator for you. The, the, the negative side of not, yeah,
2: not. we we'll so call safe. it a growing up period. <laughs> 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 I really <laughs> needed to grow up.
0: Yeah. I, I love that. I think that's super powerful. I was actually just meeting, you said Sewell. Uh, any chance you know of a guy by the name of uh, Chris Schaefer? Um,
2: what dealership is he at?
0: Oh, he, he worked for Sewell for many years. I, he's, he's retired now. But, uh, oh, okay. But, man,
2: normally I know him. I know the people, but I, I don't know his name. Maybe if I saw his face, because it really is a tight-knit community.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's a good man, and we go to Elevate Life Church together. And, oh, and, cool. And okay. so we, we were just uh, chatting yesterday morning and he was talking about Sewell a little bit. So
2: that's awesome. Yeah. I, th- so if he was there for a while, I bet he he worked up in the management and all that. I believe so. Yeah. Yep. And I tell you, I got I got no beef with the car business. And Sewell. if you're going to be in the car business, I would highly recommend it. But the reason I left was I noticed all the managers and in the East around they have problems. But the work came before their families and their families suffered from it literally 90 80 90% of them and I was like I don't want that for myself. Yes. So why not get out before the brand new Escalade comes out even though everyone's <laughs> going to pay MSRP and we're going to make good commissions. It's like I'm going to get stuck if I don't leave. Yeah. That's that's
0: easy too. You know, I've I've buddies that are in the the corporate world that would love to be entrepreneurial but once you're in that for a while, you have kids, you know, it's like it's a it's a different ball game when you're married and have kids and you're trying to get out of that the what seems to be a cushy, you know, corporate job? It's a little nervous to go venture out. So, um, good for you, man, for 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 pushing through and yeah, and- you too.
2: Not knowing anybody, yeah, hundred percent. Luckily, I grew up here. I knew everybody. They helped me get started.
0: <laughs> Amy, were you uh, were you Bakersfield as well, or where? Where in California?
1: No, my parents are, um, they were in San Jose, but they were like on the Fremont border. But then I went to University of California at Davis. So all Northern California, Bakersfield is Northern California. Um, He's right. It's not, Bakersfield isn't like, oh, we're going to go to the beach today. Um,
2: (laughs) We're going to go get some crystal meth. Yeah. (laughs)
1: yeah. Um, (laughs) It's true, sadly. Yeah. Yeah. like Top
2: three in the nation. (laughs) Crystal meth problem.
0: Dang. I was just one of my best friends just moved up to Dana Point, California, which is like oh, just okay. out of now of Dana Newport.
1: Point is amazing. Yeah. Um you now I, I I still wouldn't want to live in California or, or raise my children there, but um, but if you're gonna go visit or you're gonna have a a second home or, or some of the Dana points. Amazing. That's totally. Wonderful.
0: Yeah, totally. Well, hopefully he's not listening because he just moved out there. So, um,
2: <laughs> Hey, I was going to ask, I love that background setup. Uh, oh yeah,
0: yeah. 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 I'm right. That's the star behind me. So. Is,
2: okay. I thought it was a star. That That's awesome.
0: Yes. Yeah. The sky house. It's a, I got nothing but windows in my apartment. So, um, yeah, it's good I to view. see your
1: cat earlier jordan <laughs> like-
0: oh yeah mia mia likes to make some cat cameos from time to time so
1: um,
0: you know well she'll probably hop up on the desk here and uh and and we'll we'll make sure she she say, says her two cents but i was gonna i was gonna ask you guys how, how did you guys meet and and when did that happen
1: so um this the person who brought me to texas um when i was with the large national underwriter. Um, and he was my boss now works for me. Um, his name is Steve Presty, and he's known Jeremy a long, long time. So when Steve came to work for me, um, and he started reaching out to all of his, you know, sphere, he reached out to Jeremy mm-hmm. and Jeremy began a relationship with our title company through Steve. So yeah, yeah how did you meet Steve? I don't even uh, know
2: <laughs> through soul because his daughter, his daughter's I, at Seoul. Yep. We yeah. worked work together and she's a year younger than me. Um, so then she gave him my number and he, re- he hey i'm kaylee's dad and i would met him before <laughs> and if you don't know steve yeah he's very relentless so <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was like and know uh, we're friends but he's basically like you're gonna do business with me
1: <laughs>
2: perfect <laughs> yeah so right. um that's how it <gasps> and
1: i met kaylee when she was like 13 years old mm-hmm. um it's like they moved my family out here and we had no idea where we were anybody i mean Steve was the first person I met here. He picked me up from the airport and welcome to your new job in Dallas. And so Kaylee was like this little eighth grade. So now she's like married two oh, kids. Oh, sure she and, was sassy. Yeah, she years. was. So, <laughs> um, so Steve and I have known each other a long, long time and just kept in touch over the years. I only worked for him, ironically, back in 2005. I only worked for him for a few months, mm. and then he was gone out of the business and kind of retired and moved to Austin for a few years, and then came back once Kaylee started having. Um, Her children, they wanted to be near the babies. And so, um, so we reconnected at that point. And he's like, you know, this retirement thing is not such a great gig. And I've got a bunch of clients and I kind of would look, you know, I think I want to go to to work again. And I'm like, okay, well, let's talk about that. So yeah, I mean, he's a great, he's a great guy for me to bounce things off of because he was in the industry for I don't know, forever. Um, and so, and ran, I mean, at one point he ran the state of Texas for um, the largest underwriter. And then he's he's been in multiple um, division president roles with multiple title companies. So he really has a good operations side. So he's like, you know, I think I want to help you. Like, So I think he thinks of me still as that 29-year-old fresh <laughs> off the airplane, but that's okay. I love that. <laughs> <He's> all- <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's all it's it's beautiful i was just talking to a friend this morning how when you look back it's like it's interesting how all the dots connect you know i think steve jobs actually has a quote about that but it's like you know oh i met that person which was for maybe two months but it connected me to this person which led me here and now here i am you know it's it's yeah never never burn a bridge that's something chris schaefer was saying uh yesterday from sewell um he was just saying he said one thing i've never done is or i i'm proud to say is i'd never burn bridges and um especially in an industry like real estate or title like when it's all relationship driven um you know it's, it's
2: important a community at the end of the
1: day it really really is i mean yeah. we 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 just had an S leave a year or so ago and um the last thing i said to her was you never know if our paths are going to cross again and i understand that you think this might be a better opportunity but you never know um, and sure enough, a uh, few weeks ago, she called back and um, she started back with us again last Monday. So um, you just never know. Um, she's like, will you please take me back? And I, don't know, <laughs> and I was like, uh, she's like, I made a mistake. The grass isn't greener. I miss yeah. you. Yeah. And, um, and so, well, yeah, it's good. It's that's good. True. And and if you keep those relationships um, and just, you know, stay, stay positive and stay, stay who you are, you know? Yeah. Genuine, I guess. Is- Gen- yes.
0: Well, like Jeremy was saying, there's so many shiny objects, too, and people do forget that, like, yeah, the grass does seem greener, um, and it just tends to never be. Like, when you get there, then the other side looks greener again, and that's it's. we get so caught up in that shiny object that, like, ooh, like this job or this new location or this new gimmick or, you know, this new software. And like Jeremy said, like, sometimes you just got to stay in your lane.
1: Well, it's i mean what i say it's like car shopping right it, the shiny thing like you know i might i might really enjoy my car and I might like my car but the minute you go shop at sewell and all of a sudden you're like mm-hmm. oh the car smell oh the this mm-hmm. um the it, it's mm-hmm. the same way in yeah. title or in real estate when people switch brokerages you um, and what I say is, you know, not, there's no perfect company, but with us, at least you know what you're up against or you know yes. our challenges. And I'm willing to, to listen and hear and try to solve and try to fix. And mm-hmm. you don't always have the owners or the CEO's ear to be able to do that. Um, and if you leave, you're just gonna trade in one set of problems for a whole new set of problems that you're yeah, not even no. sure what they might be. Right, um, totally. At least you know what you're up against, you know? right, <laughs> so,
2: yes. Um, one thing I learned this year is not everybody is a good fit for the right company, true. and I now communicate that in the very beginning, and it just makes life easier Yes. if we have issues, because it's like, like we talked about in the beginning, it's not going the way we expected. Uh, but even then, it, it just makes it simpler to part ways if that did happen and it yeah. didn't come back. That's the flip side of it, I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah and, that, and Jeremy's right, like not everybody is, you know, not everybody's a great fit for every company and not every culture is the same and not every Um, I mean, not every leader is the same and and not every person is the same. We all bring different sets of experiences and unique skill sets. And, and, you know, you might not want to be a part of a company where one of our core values is fun. I mean, I think that that's fun, but that might not (laughs) be everybody's (laughs) cup of tea, right? I mean, it just might not be. So... Um, we really, I know when we recruit and when we look to retain and, and get talent, we really want the people who want to be a part of something and want to be a part of something fun and something growing and something exciting. And, um, and, and it, this isn't that like to Jordan, to your point, the nine to five, like mundane, go to work, like put in your time, clock your time clock and go home. I really want people who have the energy to want to be here and want to be a part of something fresh and something fun and something growing. And. Be able to do podcasts and be able to yeah. do all the cool stuff that is that is new and taking the industry to the next level so
0: yeah yeah no I, I love that i i one of my favorite questions to ask too is you guys obviously been working together you guys are you know both successful in what you do you operate at a high level i mentioned there's like roughly sixty thousand licensed real estate agents i'm sure you know jeremy's in like the top two percent out of that uh and and you know uh amy you know there's a i don't know how many different title companies out there they're not all created equal but you guys have done incredible in what you do and so amy i just uh i'd love to put you guys on the spot but like working with someone like jeremy what how how is it i mean you've worked with probably a ton of different agents probably a lot of them that are the the onesie twosies that get out after a year or whatever like what's the difference and and what is it like working with someone like jeremy maybe compared to you know the average agent that you know uh, we all know about. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think that I think the difference for us and and I hope Jeremy would say the same is we really try to partner with, you know, our agents and and brokers especially if we have several small brokers that that work with us and we love to take them in as family and so they end up hosting their office meetings here with us. Um, you know, we'll get here early and make sure they have breakfast and coffee and um just really take them under our wing, bring them educational tools, bring them classes. Trying to
2: get you to drink mimosas on Monday morning. Oh yeah, at <laughs> Did they do mimosas no, on Scott,
1: Monday morning? Hey, she did say
0: fun. Fun <laughs> is the core value. So fun
1: is the core value. Right, it was Kelly who was about that, and I was like, oh, we're good. that's Monday morning. Funny. <laughs> Monday morning mimosas. Yeah, I do have a sales gal on my team, and she's so cute. Like, she has classes, and she's got everybody drinking mimosas, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, no, I can't do mimosas. I won't. Yeah. But yeah. but yeah, I think I think we really just try to partner with him and, and be that resource. And um, I mean, I don't know if you want to add to that. Well, yeah, hundred percent.
2: That is is huge for my business and a place for my team to go because we're all virtual and we do meet up, but I have a unique commission structure um, and I'm able to give back a lot, especially to experienced agents because of uh, that. But having a place to come meet and we're now at 19 agents. So like kind of you have a need to, to, to meet, um, is it's an amazing opportunity. And then on top of that, um, I like the, the setup they have. It looks very professional. So you know when you bring your clients there, it looks good, and you look more like an expert, right? Totally. Uh, yeah. And then lastly, to be honest, uh, Steve is very on top of uh, my deals, and he makes it uh, – the people I don't like to do title business with, with are the ones who don't stay on top of things and they, they really just make you do everything they want to do as little as possible. None of that vibe is here at all. Uh, not with Steve. i work with Terry. Um, Kelly's not the way I've worked with her in the past. It's more of a go-getter attitude. And unfortunately it's a conversation I had to have with, uh, well, I have one W2 employee, but we had a discussion, um, you know, about the go-getter type stuff. Um, And what I love is that's the mentality and think about it it's culture. She's a go getter. He's a go getter. It's a top down trickle that makes life easier for everybody.
1: Yeah. One of our core values is also above and beyond. And so we want people that really understand that and and read that at their core. And so it's this is the title business. So we're in the business of solving problems. I mean, typically we don't get very many cookie cutter files like everybody's happy. Go lucky. Order your one payoff. They come in. They. But it's always oh, pretty easy you know <laughs> always something i mean we i always say if it was like back in the days of the yellow pages i would take out an ad under like divorce um dead people um because we just we have a business of solving problems and so it, it can have that servant's heart and that above and beyond and really explain things and really take people under our wing and understanding that entitled people only buy and sell typically once every seven years and so this experience can be stressful and um, and I preach that from the top down so that my team, no matter what kind of day they're having, if they have eight closings, um, every single one of them are unique and come in with their own set of right. circumstances. And it's important that the end of the process not be like a bad day at Disneyland where the kids leave crying and it's just a disaster. It needs to be a smooth, calm, easy process. And we're our job is to make it less stressful.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's like
1: that right now. Well, Well, that's what I love.
0: I mean, I mean, you know, one of the things that I love about just the real producers community is that we do have the highest producing agents that work at a super high level, as well as the businesses that, 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 you know, work with them too. And we're not, we typically don't deal with, we've had a few businesses. I always tell people we've had a few businesses that we've partnered with that we've actually let go because they weren't meeting the standard of what we want for a real producers that business partner. And, I just hear over and over i mean the 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 value that that uh that comes with working with a trusted vendor partner as an agent and then also for those 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 business partners of ours to be working with you know agents like Jeremy and people that have their business tightened up and that they work as a professional level and they're relationship driven um I just hear over and over that that's just so powerful to have those relationships and um we've kind of touched on this a little bit but I always love to ask if there's anything else that you guys would add in terms of uh, the success. And we can maybe start with Jeremy, but like the success that you've had in your business, is there anything else you would add to maybe why you believe that you've had the success that you that you've you've had?
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, relational marketing is is key. Um, the very first book I ever read to start out was How to Create a Referral Based Business, uh, and I read a ton. Um, and I listen to more than I read, but it's the same thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, traction I'm reading right now, Gary, mm. is something, uh, this is second time through, but the point is, uh, reading and applying it is key. Um, and then in terms of just doing the right things, like you don't have to know how to do every single lead generation stuff thing, but you need to know what works, um, and then really self-discipline in this business. If you don't have it, you will fail and. If you can't work out that self discipline muscle, don't even don't even bother. Right? Yeah. yeah. If you yeah, can't be yeah. self disciplined, even if you go to the office every day, people think they're working when they're sitting there on a computer, but you're not. If you're not producing leads in business, right? Totally. <laughs> you can do eight hours of nonsense. Yeah. Or you could do one to two hours of lead generation, in my opinion, and plant seeds all over that it takes what an average of ninety days to develop into business. Yep. Um, and then just you know, kind of going from there. So that and follow up, we are religious with our follow up uh, when it comes to leads. And and we don't, we're not like uh, annoying, but we are very professionally aggressive, is the way I put it.
1: Professionally aggressive. That's, I
2: that's a nice I way, that's way of putting it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a good you know way of putting it. Right? It takes on average 80% of sales come after the 12th follow up. So, what yeah. I add to that is the quicker you get to 12, the quicker you get to the sale. True. So is that a, is that, you can talk to them
0: is it um uh, Jeb Blunt Fanatical Prospecting is a book that he, he I think he talked if you haven't read that that's a good one too but he talks Fanatical about
1: Fanatical Prospecting i nice. add that to my list Same. Yeah it's
0: a good one and he talks about uh, everything you were just saying right there so I was like yeah I bet you he's read that book but um but that's that yeah that's exactly right and and if you if you don't have the discipline right you'll probably find yourself golfing two three times a week when you can <laughs> <the>, uh, <laughs> which yeah. you had, which you obviously you you know you were able to find that discipline muscle and grow it so
2: I still might do that, but
0: <laughs> hey, as long as you got the leads part of it done, that's exactly.
2: The <laughs> focus on what works and enjoy life.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Amy and I was just realizing. Obviously, we rushed into this. So it does say Scott Lepp on the screen, but yeah, um,
1: I saw that just now too.
0: <laughs> you know, you know, it, 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 we're making it work. I think we're doing a great job. So it's okay, um,
1: the fire alarm went off. We're all here. You can hear us. We're good.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But anything you would say too? I mean, obviously, like we said, there's a lot of different title companies out there, and you've been successful in not just your title, but a lot of areas of your life. Um, what would you attribute that to?
1: Uh, well, I have a great team. I mean, I really do. Um, I, the people that, that we have on our team, they, they care about it as much as I do for the most part. And I love that. I am actually listening to the book relentless right now. So when you said that Steve was relentless, it kind of made me (laughs) laugh because I just listened to a whole thing this morning on relentless. Um, I'm going to need to add the fanatical, what was it? Fanatical, fanatical
0: prospecting.
1: And Traction is okay. sitting in my husband's office right nice. now. I just saw it there this so morning.
0: Who, yeah. Who's the author of that? Because I just heard that like last week too.
1: I think it's Relentless.
2: Gino Wickman is Traction.
1: Tim, Traction. Oh, Traction. Who's Traction? I don't know. Tim and Grover they, wrote Relentless.
0: Who is Relentless?
1: Tim Grover.
0: Tim Grover. Okay.
1: He's the trainer for Michael Jordan. Nice. Great. So it starts out with a... The whole thing about michael jordan and and his journey with michael jordan and and professional athletes and and what it takes to be the best whether it's in business or in, in athletics or what have you so that's cool um, but yeah and i i think for me it, it's just this inner drive i'm I'm not money motivated at all, which is interesting for somebody who owns a company or a CEO. I am more motivated by doing a great job and by providing. I love the growth of people around me, so I love to see the escrow officers double, triple their business. I love to see. I love to celebrate with them when they have a great commission month and they can go buy a new Louis Vuitton bag, or or get a new home, or take care, send their their kid through college. I I love that. I love helping our customers be more successful. So um, to take somebody who's you know, young and in their 20s and to watch them grow and blossom into a 10 or $20 million a year producer and do that same thing for their family and provide for their family. And I, I love that. That's what motivates me and, um, and giving back, of course. So um, I, I feel like I'm kind of just a vehicle for all of that to happen. And I'm just blessed with the energy to, to, help, to help it happen for other people. Yeah. The
0: world needs more people like that. <laughs> <laughs> more people that can survive off three hours of sleep. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Right.
0: I love that. Well, you guys are both, you have a lot on your plates. You guys uh, you have a lot of drive. Um, one thing that I love to ask too is uh, what is what is one thing um, during your day that's like a must that you have to do? For So, for example, oh. like for me – I, I first thing I do every morning is I meditate for 15 to 20 minutes. Like I need to have that, that like time. If I like get up and I don't, I don't do that. Um, my day's just off. And so like, I would, I would say for me, like uh, for me to stay sane, to stay on track, like to not get weird, I need to meditate and I need to work out at least five times a week or else like um, I just can't maintain the level that I need to. And so for me, meditate workout i'm curious amy is it a couple uh, one thing during the day for you
1: yeah mine is workout um if i go more than if i skip two days in a row by the third day i'm a hot mess um, <laughs> yeah. i know, and I literally will sometimes stop in the middle of the day if i have a three-hour gap and i'm like i didn't somehow something messed up yesterday and something messed up the day before that and i am gonna go and spend an hour and just do it so it just helps me kind of get my balance back i um, but truly, if you're going to say, what do I what do, I do?" seven days a week? Well, then mama needs her coffee. Uh, um, and, and I just, I love <laughs> to get up, get my coffee, hang out with my dogs, think, pray, whatever, and just mm-hmm. kind of take that 10 or 15 minutes. But, but working out is definitely something that ha- I've just discovered that if I take any time off at all, it, it just messes me up.
0: <laughs> totally. I would have to put coffee high on my list as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So is that a protein shake you're drinking? No, it's not. It's not. Okay. It's just water, but <laughs> you yeah, working out five days a week. I was like, that's gotta be a protein shake. <laughs> I
0: don't actually take any supplements. Like I used to take pre-workout and I used to take, you know, all uh, protein and all these different things and I just try to eat right. And, and, uh, yeah, and all that. But how about you,
2: Jeremy? What's, what's one thing that's like a must for you every day, man, just putting it simply is not waking up and going right into work. Like, I got to have it. Even though my kids are nuts and they're chaos in the morning, just loud, uh, the two boys, it's having that time to wake up and process before getting started.
1: (laughs) That's my husband. (laughs) (laughs) He has like an hour. Yeah. I mean, so this morning, it was
2: like I had to, you know, they they were there, but it's just I can't. I I feel like my whole day is exhausting, stressed, and chaotic if I wake up and start working uh, and don't have time to process. Yeah. Which goes back to the miracle morning. i love a miracle morning morning. Mm
0: -hmm. absolutely yeah he's uh you'll
2: never see me up at 4 a.m i promise you that
0: (laughs) six is my sweet spot but um but yeah i mean that's that's honestly i hear that a lot i mean that's i mean we all we all three said it we need that time in the morning where we can sit and process and you know for me i always take take a little time to like not only plan my day out, but how I'm going to be throughout the day. Like, Hey, I know stuff's going to happen. Like, how do I see myself responding in that scenario? Cause if I just wake up and go and life hits me, like I can be, I can be whiny and crabby and all that (laughs) stuff. I I
1: don't believe that at all. Jordan. (laughs) Well,
0: well, yeah, well, I'll surprise you every once in a while. Um, uh, Another question I love asking is, um, what is one thing you can't live without? And I'm talking more like obviously your family and, and all that stuff. Like, uh, but I'm talking about like a materialistic thing, like something that you use each day that you're just like, man, I need this. <laughs> I'll start. I'll start. Um, uh, I, 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 we can go two if you want. But for me, I just got something not too long ago called the Uhler. Um, It is. It is a. It goes over your bed, and it, it filters cold water through it. And so you. And so like. You lay in bed and you and you do not like get hot, and you can be cuddling with your significant other, and like you literally stay cool the entire night, and it's it's incredible. And um,
1: I need this uh, in my life, Jordan. It's
0: it's amazing. It literally is. They have you can get. I have one for a king bed, but if you have one of those beds that like one side can go up or down, then you get like two twins or whatever. But incredible. Um, I literally think I literally think they should like change their slogan to like you know, helping couples stay together longer because like (laughs) you like cuddle up all night and you don't get hot. It's amazing. Um, And so I would say that. And then the other thing that I would have to say is my my AirPods, man. uh, I'm obsessed, madly obsessed with my AirPods, which if you guys don't know this, do you guys all have iPhones? I think you do. The new iOS, I think 14 update. Um, If you FaceTime, you you know how you can FaceTime with video or with just audio? Yeah, they, they have what's called voice isolation as a, as, you can't do it on regular call, but you can on FaceTime audio. So I do a lot of FaceTime audio because I'm always like cooking or like doing dishes or like there's a lot of noise in my background. You could be running and, and the wind's blowing in your AirPods. And, and with the voice isolation, nothing. They don't hear anything in the background, not even okay. like anything. It's incredible.
1: OK, That's I need to, yes, that's, insane. I got that
2: update on here. I'll, I'll do it after this.
0: It's incredible. It's my number one favorite feature. So those are my things, uh, Uler and my, my, my AirPods. Amy. <laughs> that
2: would have been perfect with the fire alarm.
1: Right?
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Amy, go. Um, uh,
1: my Breville coffee maker. I, um, it's like gigantic. And I've said to Scott before, like, we'll be doing a in a VRBO. I'm like, can we bring the coffee maker? And he's like, that is the most ridiculous, like, and I'm like, no, you don't understand. It makes my life so happy. It's got the little foam at the top. And oh. it's so much better than, like, a Keurig or...
0: So is that you know, an espresso? Like, do you put, like, a, a espresso ground beans in there?
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, ground- it grinds the beans. It's fresh every cup. And then it just brews a perfect cup of coffee with this, like, little bit of foam on it. And, I mean, it's so great that we have house guests and they go home and buy one. Like, it's it's amazing. That's awesome. Um, what, so, yeah, I love it.
0: What uh, What's your go-to coffee?
1: Just... Coffee, just coffee. Anything in it? Yep. Every you, now and then, I'll do an iced coffee or a cold brew, and I'll add a little bit of oat milk. But do you, I don't do you, like sweet stuff. I just like coffee.
0: Yeah, well, that's it. the way. To, that's the way to do it. Do you, mm-hmm. do you get your coffee from a certain specific place that you love?
1: Okay. Well, don't laugh, but we just love the Costco um beans, and I can't remember the name of them. They're like the darker roast ones, not the Starbucks ones that repackages we them and puts them in. I yeah. Oh, show. those are good too. Um, but just like a dark roast or an espresso roast and then through my Breville coffee maker, just really, really a nice way to start your day.
0: Hey, I love us. We got Breville coffee maker on the list. I might have to get one myself. I'm a French press guy. Um, oh, that's yeah,
1: good, too. Those are awesome. And
2: yeah, I make,
0: I make bulletproof too. coffee, so I put like ghee butter in there and MCT oil and all that hey. stuff and blend it up. And, is that um, what you
2: do for breakfast?
0: Yeah, that's actually, actually, I don't really eat breakfast very often. That actually is my, my go-to.
2: Yeah. I've heard it's a, I, I did it a few times, but I was just like, <laughs> I'm not as really, I don't work out hardly at all. <laughs> I, <like> sports, <laughs> I love it. Well,
0: all right. So I was going to call you Scott because of the the name on the screen. Jeremy, uh, Jeremy. One, one thing uh, that you can, uh, yeah, that, that you need materialistically. Uh, that
2: you need. I mean, uh, sports sports and my friends and i from still college and high school stay in touch for for that like we are religious about fantasy football oh yeah uh, just kind of to a stupid level but it's fun i mean it, it keeps us busy and you know it's if it distracts me from i guess business stuff 24 7 but i mean when you find you start becoming the business owner you have a little bit more free time right yeah so it's like what are you?
1: I love my fantasy football. I play with, oh my gosh, I'm neurotic about it. And now <laughs> I'm in a few too many leagues though, because and I'm always the yeah. token girl and, and I'm always <laughs> typically really pretty good at it. But I've played with a group of loan officers for I don't know twelve years, and I've, they've, they've recruited other females at times, and then they come in last place and they get booted out. But That's awesome. um, it's funny because they'll recruit a new guy, and they're like, "Don't underestimate the girl." Like, <laughs> they're just, they're <laughs> she knows her stuff. Yeah. So, That's but then awesome. I've joined too many leagues, and it's it's like hard. You're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I'm, I've got Lamar Jackson going," but then I, I'm against him in this you league, you know, and you're like, "Oh, shoot." Like, <laughs> yeah. So it does oh. make
2: it fun, but really, just sports in general, golf. <laughs> softball
0: yeah yeah
2: up, but not in shape anymore so <laughs> <laughs> it happens yeah well, I'm,
0: from, I'm from minnesota so that game on sunday was a little bit tough but uh...
2: oh man i'm friends uh friends with adam zimmer the coach's son oh are you really I mean, he's the linebackers coach uh oh, no yeah, way he's real good real good dude they're a good family Oh,
0: that's cool. I played. I played against uh, Adam Thielen in high school. I actually no like. Way. I, oh wow! Which, as you would imagine, did not go well for me. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, he was wide receiver. I was uh, cornerback.
2: Cornerback on him. That is so. That's what awful. a story.
0: And uh, and it yeah didn't go, didn't go well for most of us on that team. But um, you know, I can at least say I did it. So,
2: <laughs> that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I remember one place. Place. I mean, I'm I'm five eight. I think Adam's like six two, six three. Or <laughs> you know, and Adam Thielen, but like, I remember one, one play, I'm like, I guard him perfectly. We're running up the sideline. We both like, you know, I jumped up, we both jumped like up and I thought we were jumping out of bounds and I have like my hand up, like the ball's going over my hands. And I'm like, Oh yeah, we're at minimum. We're out of bounds, but somehow he kept, he caught it, kept his feet in. I caught up. and I was like, there's no way. I was like,
1: like <laughs> what just happened? Yeah. i
2: like, is he nice or did he talk a little trash?
0: Um, I think I just blacked out. I don't remember what happened. But, uh, suppressed that memory. It hurt the ego too much. But, um, but yeah, so that's, that's cool. That's cool. Small, small world. Well, uh, this is a lot of fun, guys. I'm, I'm glad we were able to make this, this work and that the fire alarm and the sound system didn't, didn't throw us off.
1: Oh my goodness. It's it's crazy. Oh, you're only down to the wire. I was getting a little nervous by ten fifty five, so I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> well, I,
0: I was nervous at nine, what was it? Ten fifty nine and fifty five seconds. That's <laughs> we still weren't dialed in. Um I, I was gonna say, uh Amy, are you registered for the S B event coming up on two weeks from today?
1: I- think i am or michelle got two tickets and i was gonna go with her i think Do i guess do i need to get with you on that <laughs> well i just to make sure
0: i want to make sure and i was gonna say uh jeremy i don't know i mean you're we're, 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 i'd love to invite you to that yeah, i need to
1: learn,
2: learn more about it yeah. yeah yeah we have yeah.
0: amy feel if, if amy loves you give uh you know she can she can invite you and i'm inviting you too but it's going to be in two weeks from today it's our first ever awards gala so it's black tie optional it's going to be it's gonna be a pretty awesome event. We we're run, we're running low on tickets though. We only have a space for 500 for this event, and and we're we're gonna max out pretty soon. And so I'll, I'll shoot you guys a text here after, we'll make sure that we awesome. if you can make it, Jeremy would love to have you there. It's gonna be a awesome. fun event.
2: Well, appreciate the opportunity to be on, and appreciate it as
1: well. Yeah, Thank absolutely, it was great having you.
0: Yes. Yeah. Thanks, Jordan. Yeah, thank you so much. Normally we have our your guys' contact information on, on the bottom of the screen. So Amy, if someone would love to get, get a hold of you, whether that's an agent or someone interested in title, what's the best way to get a hold of you?
1: Um, well, we have all kinds of good social media. So, our website is title.com, But our Facebook pages are awesome Texas Excel Title Southlake and Texas Excel Title Plano. And then, of course, we have the Instagrams too. So, same deal Texas Excel Title Southlake. Um, but But yeah, I'm pretty easy to find. So you can also just Google me if you're trying to track me down personally. So
0: (laughs) I love that. I love that. And Jeremy, if someone's looking maybe to join a a team or looking to buy or sell, what's the best way to reach you?
2: Yeah, I'd love to treat anybody to coffee, lunch, breakfast, whatever. Summit Cove Realty, S-U-M-M-I-T, Cove, C-O-V-E, Realty is my company. Just Google it, put it in on the Facebook, Instagram. You'll find it. Um, If you message, it'll go to my social media manager and we'll get in touch for sure or you can just call me 817-542-3965 i love it i love
0: it well hey thank you guys again so much for for being on we will have this also on spotify here within i think we usually get the same day it'll be on spotify so you guys can share that out as well um it's on it's on social media and all that stuff as well but thank you guys so much this was awesome i think it was a fantastic uh Uh, representation of entrepreneurship, of people making it work, even though things weren't lining up well. And so kudos to you guys. Congrats on all your success. I look forward to seeing you both, hopefully uh, at the SB awards in two weeks, and we'll see you guys. uh, We'll see you guys real soon.
1: Absolutely. Thanks, Jordan. Take it easy, Jordan. See y'all. Bye.